what is up people it's your girl Maisha, and welcome back to the me oh my podcast i don't know what y'all been up to but i've been chilling okay i've been living my best life i would say um just dealing with different things that i never thought i would deal with and i'm here i'm alive and yeah thank y'all for tuning in so this week y'all we are into talking about finding independence and um as y'all know, last week, I kind of talked a little bit about overcoming homelessness and, you know, really kind of having to persevere through times that felt like, you know, absolute shit, okay? Um, I've dealt with a lot throughout my life, I would say, and, well, first, I just want to say I hope that y'all are actually enjoying these stories of me, you know, giving you insight on my personal life. Um, I've never been afraid to tell my story. Well, I've been uncomfortable in certain situations, but, you know, I don't mind really opening up about my past because, like I said, I honestly just want to inspire and, you know, maybe just help somebody through a hard time that they may be experiencing. But just, you know, dealing with that silence, um, just being a silent warrior, I would say, uh, I definitely found my independence through being homeless, um, foster care, I would say, and high school transitioning into college really having to you know kind of mold myself and find who I am uh this story is really just about how I felt myself I would say and you know like (laughs) I was finding my independence uh so I think a lot of my independence honestly started sophomore year of college and I say that because I trans I trans trans what I'm stuttering like shit I transferred from the Ohio school. If y'all remember, I transferred from Ohio to Baltimore, Maryland at Coppin State University. And I really had to gain independence in college. One, because like I told y'all, I never really had that support. I never really had a, a healthy, I wouldn't say, a strong group of people to support me if I really, really needed it. Like, I don't have five people off the top of my head right now I could call if I'm like you know really really going through it I don't like nobody they either not gonna answer or they just you know they're not gonna have it to help me out and I really had to kind of gain that confidence to be able to do things on my own and it sucks that I I had to start it I feel so early in life because it started more in high school and then as I got to college and then when I hit sophomore year and I transferred to Coppin State that's when it kind of really hit, I would say, that I have to be on my own. Um, last episode, I talked about homelessness, and I kind of had to find independence in that, too, because, y'all, like, <laughs> it was hard. It was genuinely hard being homeless, and to deal with what I've dealt with, I had no choice but to be independent. I had no choice. There was no other option, like, I was literally teaching myself how to, you know, be a bigger person, be somebody who's confident in themselves and stuff like that. And sophomore year of college is where I kind of really gained that confidence. I joined ROTC and it's crazy because ROTC to me felt like something that just was like fucking brutal. Like who the fuck wants to join the military? Like I'm in now, but I'm saying the mindset I had before was like, who the fuck, who who wants to join them? Who wants to walk around in uniform all day? And like, it just was never a goal of mine ever. And to have <laughs> joined ROTC, 
after I talked to him with shit about it, I was just shocked at how it molded me into the person I am today. Like, I talked so much about how I never wanted to join. It was never in my plans. But I really believe that there was a reason why I was supposed to join ROTC because it, it really genuinely changed me. It genuinely helped me find confidence in myself, I would say, and independence that I needed to kind of, you know, live my life, like live my life on my own, live my life in my, you know, just be independent in who I am. And it was, ROTC was crazy, okay? Like I went in there looking crazy because like, you know, I just didn't know much about it. And I went from somebody who, like I was a dancer, I was heavy on, you know, just being out there and, you know, just kind of like, you know, having this outgoing, fun, I would say personality. And then ROTC is kind of like stern and kind of like, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, listen to me. I am in charge of you. And I've never been that type of person to, I just, I don't know. I have this rebellion in me. That's like, bro, if you tell me what to do, I'm not going to do it. If you talk to me in a certain type of way, you're going to hear my, my mouth. I'm going to have an attitude. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. I don't care. Like, and it's, it, it was really bad in high school with that. Cause I used to get suspended a lot. I used to get in trouble from my mouth because I just never liked the way people used to talk to me. Like, you're not going to talk to me in no kind of way. Like, and then transitioning from a person who was such a rebellion and never really liked when people talked to them crazy. And you go to the military, baby, baby, you're not in charge. You're not in charge. You're, you have to listen to what these people say, or you could get the fuck out the door. And I had learned real quick when it came to my mouth, um, I remember my first ever basic, basic, my first ever experience, like as far as military training, I went to basic camp at Fort Knox, Kentucky. And y'all, that shit, I would, I would, you know, honestly, I'm gonna say it, it kind of humbled me in a way. It kind of really made me shut the fuck up because it was only 30 days. And some people have went to basic camp, which was like three to four months. And for me to go for 30 days felt like enough for me, especially because I was new to the Army, new to ROTC, whatever the case is. Y'all, I got to basic training. I said, not basic training, basic camp. I was like, first of all, we in Kentucky in the middle of the fucking summer. It was like end of June, early July. Felt like fucking hell. And then on top of that, I, like I said, I was a person who just, I didn't like when people talked to me crazy. I always had to have a comeback no matter what. Like, I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say. You got a problem with it. I don't care. I'm going to keep talking. And my sister know how I am, and we crack up at it because she know, like, my I know how my Asia is. Once she gets started, she's not going to shut up. I don't care because you're not talking to me. And there has been, when I went to basic camp, y'all, these drill sergeants, I've never, I've seen videos of, like, people quitting, like, military training. You know how, like, if you Google basic training or something like that, the newer ages really tell you what it's about. But the older days, if you look at like old videos, it'll show people putting their helmets down because they quit. It'll see them, you know, like going through the mud and shit like that. You know, like just stereotypical videos. And I had went there thinking like, y'all, this shit about to be. I, I didn't expect it to be the way it was. Like, I remember when we first arrived there. They had me fucked up when they made me throw all my shit out of my bag. That's what they had me fucked up because I sat there and I folded all my shit nice and neat. And I had all my stuff nice and neatly. And they, we, first of all, as soon as we pulled up to the airport, they had us in this hot ass bus. So I'm like, first of all, I'm hungry as hell. 
Then, on top of that, they made us eat them Jimmy Dean fucking meals. If you in the military, you know what I'm talking about. Them shits is not good. Like, I don't know who the fuck thought that was a good idea, but that shit wasn't good at all. So, we sitting there on this hot-ass bus in a white shirt and khakis, because we had to wear khakis and a white shirt there. And they literally had us on this hot-ass bus for about 30, 40 minutes. I had made, that's when I had made some friends on a bus, especially like some black friends. And then, y'all, we get to the fucking base. They scream at us to get off the bus. That That's what killed me because why y'all yelling? <laughs> why y'all yelling? Y'all got no reason to yell. So I'm sitting there like, y'all, they yelling at us. They like, get the fuck off the bus. We like, oh, this is serious. Like, we we like in it. We, it's starting now. Like, it's day zero and they really on our ass. So... I'm already annoyed because it's like I'm hot. I really didn't eat because that Jimmy Dean shit did nothing for me. And now y'all screaming at me to get off the bus. I'm going to move the fuck. So we get off the bus. Bags heavy as hell. They had us hold our bags over our heads. I'm like, all right, nah. My arms getting a little weak now. Then they made us dump everything out of our bags. Like literally everything. Like all over the floor, all over the grass, all over the gravel. And they just scrimmage and do our shit, like, throw this out, throw that. Because, like, you can't bring contraband. And that includes, like, cigarettes, vapes, like, candy. You can't have any type of food, gum. And as they're in the middle of throwing all my shit out, they threw my bag. They threw my shit so far away from where the fuck I was at. My credit card flew the fuck out and went, I don't know, God knows the fuck where. I'm like, y'all gonna help me find my card or what? Because y'all throwing shit everywhere. And now my shit's missing somewhere. And they like, oh, did you check your bag? Did you check the fucking bag? Because you threw the shit. So you tell me. I was irritated. I, the first day, I was irritated. Because I don't, you're not, t- first of all, you screaming at me. Why are you yelling? And then you got me throwing all my shit outside. Underwears, brawls all over the fucking floor. I'm like, well, damn. Let people know what, what color underwear I got. Let people know what, what kind of brawls I wear. Like, I was irritated. And then, as we went through training, I really had to shut up. There was, like, I really had to teach myself how to be quiet because, I, like I told y'all, I was a person who did not shut up. Like, you're not talking to me. It's, I don't know who you're talking to, but it's not me. And I had to really sit and, like, humble myself and really, like, learn to listen because sometimes, you know, I'm quick to talk. I'm quick to have a comeback, but... I'm really not listening to what the person is saying. And although drill sergeants can be loud and aggressive and fucking just in your ear, if you really sit and listen to them when they not screaming at you, they be having some real shit to say. Like, genuinely, like, I've never had an issue with drill sergeants. Um, There was a a couple people there who was just like me, this one girl, bro. I thought I had a trouble with comebacks. This girl had a comeback for everything they said to her. She would not shut up. Like, she was literally in these people's face screaming at them as they screaming at her. And it was like, oh, okay, we got us. So we got us a girl over here who thinks she she miss know-it-all. And when they start bringing their battle buddies, when the drill starts, start, start calling their battle buddies, yeah, it turned into four people screaming at this girl, like, surrounding her, screaming at her. And she was going at it head-to-head with these people. And I thought I was crazy. Oh, yeah, after I had seen that, I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to shut up because y'all not going to be surrounding me screaming at me because you know what's going to happen next. Hands is going to get the swing. I'm going to start windmilling the shit out of all y'all because y'all too close. Y'all all in my ear. Spit is flying everywhere. It was ridiculous. It was literally ridiculous. And then after training, I had got a counseling. And what's crazy is they told me that I didn't have enough confidence 
and things that I knew. Like I, they knew that I knew, but I didn't have confidence to be, you know, to like answer questions or I didn't have confident confidence to like really lead. And I was like, well, damn, I thought I had, you know, like because because I'm so headstrong when it comes to making sure people know that they not talking to me. Okay. Um, it really took a lot out of me to just sit there and be quiet. And at the end, I got an evaluation saying that, you know, I wasn't confident enough and, you know, I didn't talk as much as I should have and things like that. And then after training, when I had left and I went back to college, I was like, well, damn, I got to start, you know, being confident in myself. I got to start showing that independence. I got to start showing people that, you know, like I'm here and I'm a person because a lot of people I've, they kind of, made it seem like I made myself not seen and not heard and I was like well damn I ain't know it was like that so when I had went back and um I really started to like kind of insert myself into ROTC and start asking for leadership roles and really like kind of like you know put myself out there and being competitive when it came to certain things I had really started to gain confidence to myself and really start to like gain independence because I'm like well damn if I could do this I could do anything for real like I legit could do anything if I could sit here and deal with this shit people screaming at me all day I could do anything and I really am grateful for my experience at ROTC it wasn't as bad as like other people's experience in the army because a lot of people are enlisted and I'm an officer um but they definitely like you know, they gave me a chance to really, like, find myself through leadership positions, through, you know, like, talking to people I never thought I would talk to, um, like, having to brief, having to really put myself out there, and not even just ROTC, but high, high school, college in itself, because um, I know when I, in the psych department, I really wanted to try to make a name for myself. Everywhere I go, I feel like I always try to get myself out there and let people know, like, I'm competitive, I'm smart, like, I'm here. And um, definitely in uh, in psychology, I definitely made a name for myself in the psych department because I was so competitive with having the best grades. I was so competitive with, like, being smarter than everybody. And sometimes, you know, it's like, why you don't, I don't know, people kind of, took it as like oh my god she wants to be better than everybody but it's like no I just want to challenge myself I'm up for a challenge and I definitely I became a psychology tutor and I really started to like when I had when I used to have my tutor sessions I used to really like instill in people that they have it like you have the confidence to really do what what it is you need to do and that's pass this damn test and I used to give them the answers and tell them it's up to you to really you know fulfill it it's really up to you to to push through and do what you need to do to pass the exam. I used to just try to, and it was scary too because I was a small little girl and I'm, I was skinnier than what I am now. And people used to look at me like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? And I used to have to really like <laughs> stand up and like be like, yeah, y'all, so this is what needs to be done. Like the fuck. And I like ROTC because of that aspect of how, um, and that's for the army in general, how they force you to, step out your comfort zone I would say and force you to have that confidence force you to be independent force free force you to you know like step into that next phase and they give you plenty of opportunities to you know be in leadership positions and stuff like that and I'm grateful to have joined it um I know like I said before I really just never wanted to be in the military but I'm grateful for how it has molded me into the person that I am today because 
if I haven't, if I would have never experienced ROTC and I would have, you know, just graduated college as a psych major and went on to go work in a, a practice or something, I probably wouldn't have had as much confidence as I do now. I probably wouldn't have been as confident in myself and shown that independence um, in like just everyday life because as much as people don't want to hear it, the army changes people and sometimes for the good. Sometimes it molds people into better people. Like they say, better soldiers. It literally molds people to be better people. Like some people are literally just shit bags and just do nothing. But then you have other people who genuinely, you see them grow through the process of, you know, change of command or different assignments and stuff like that. And I genuinely was like, mm, the military for me, but how it has changed me into the person I am today. I'm grateful for it, honestly. Um, I also wanted to talk about just really not feeling like I fit, I fit in with everybody in college, in ROTC. Just, you know, not really feeling like I fit in with where I was at because one, I went to college by myself. I didn't have friends. I had to kind of get myself out there and make friends. And it was kind of hard, like I said, um, because I'm so used to having my sister by my side that now I had to really go make friends. I didn't have to, but I wanted to, right? I had to really step out and ask people like, hey, you want to hang out? Or, you know, get people's numbers or, you know, just try to hang out with different groups of people. And sometimes it worked out in my favor. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes I just never talked to people again if I tried to hang out with them. But um, also, I think athletics played, played a role in my independence, too. Because it's kind of like running a race, right? Like, yeah, you got teammates and stuff, but it's really up to you on how you want to compete in that race. Like, nobody's running a race for you. And I had, when I ran in college, like, I wasn't the best runner, honestly. I really had, my times had dropped drastically from high school, and I don't know why, but I honestly think it was just a college program that I was in. It really wasn't improving me. It was, like, making me worse. So, um, and no shade to copping track and field but I genuinely feel like I I just was terrible I don't know if I just lost it when it came to speed or if I just genuinely just got slower but um it's really like the same like track and field like everybody has their own event and as much as you may oh yeah I'm surrounded by all these people nobody can run a race for you you gotta run it yourself and you gotta really step into your independence and be like I need to do this for me because I'm the one that my name going next to that time okay and um, I'm not, I really, really wasn't the best when it came to college track because of, I don't know. I just wasn't improving when it came to it. And I think a lot of it was because I wasn't pushing myself to be better. I had the potential. I just didn't, you know, I had the platform. I just, you know, <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of regretted that in a sense because I used to love track and field high school. Everybody knew my name really, but going to college, I really didn't make a name for myself because I didn't really step into my independence, I would say. I didn't really go the extra mile to um, do things. And what's crazy is as I was stepping out of track and field, I was stepping into ROTC and I would apply myself to ROTC. I would, you know, find my independence in that, like really try to make my name a name for myself in that. Um, people kind of hold on to things that they have done in the past thinking like, you know, this going to always for be be me or this forever gonna be me but I honestly think once I stepped out of that phase in my life which was track and field and being an athlete I kind of stepped into a new phase in my, my my life and found out who I really was through this new phase because we get so stuck on who they who we are in the past and 
oh, I did this and oh, I was that. And, you know, we kind of reminisce on all the things we've done in the past, but we're not realizing that we're stepping into a new phase of our lives and we got to get rid of that old shit. Like you got to throw it out. We got to stop reminiscing on old things and comparing and, you know, just trying to be that person because I knew that I was stepping out of that phase as far as being an athlete and running track. I just didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave it because it, it was such a part of, a part of me for all of high school and then I was so eager to just get out there and just be better for college um and then what running I was running with some people who really ran like really did the shit like shout out to my teammates from 2018 2019 2020 2021 because they genuinely was some fucking runners and they ran their ass off and they kind of put in the work and I kind of wasn't putting in the work but I was putting in the work in other aspects of my life, like RTC. And like I said, I was stepping out of that phase and stepping into a new phase. Um, so, yeah, like it was <laughs> that's just how it was for a little bit of my time. Um, I also had to gain accountability when it came to who I was as a person, because when you young, you kind of really not taking accountability for the things that you're doing throughout your life. You're just, you know, making excuses for it or I'm young and you know, it really don't matter right now, but the older you get, the more you realize, like, I need to take accountability for the shit that I'm doing because shit could get, go left quick, and you got a lot more responsibility the older you get, especially if, you know, you got houses, cars, and, you know, people really dependent on you. I don't have a family. I just have my boyfriend. I got my car, and I have things that, you know, I need to pay for, of course, but to really, like, I don't know, it just, people just don't know what accountability is and I had to ROTC kind of taught me accountability because we literally had to depend on accountability where is your where's your your battle buddy at like where are your soldiers and like I said it kind of taught me so much about myself and like how to gain independence and who I am as a person because baby before then I want to give a fuck what the next person was doing but like I said, I was trying to make a name for myself and really, you know, be competitive because I really just want people to know who I am. Like, that's how I am here now. Like, I was assigned um, a task for a Marn Week. Fort Stewart has a thing called Marn Week where they do a whole bunch of activities, <coughs> excuse me, with the soldiers. And, you know, it kind of just builds a camaraderie throughout the base and I was assigned, like, point of contact for the division fight night. And it's not set in stone that I'm point of contact, but I'm just, like, kind of in place just in case, you know, whoever they're trying to assign doesn't get the position or whatever the case is. But I went to the captain today, and I was like, um, you know, I really want th- I really want this type of accountability. I really want this this type of responsibility. Like, I want, I want it. And it's crazy because other lieutenants will be like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, don't volunteer me. But I'm like put me in that position like let me show y'all who I am let me let people know who I am as a person and you had the other captains looking at me like oh wow like she really wants to take I'm like yes I really want to be put in this position to show y'all that I can do what y'all think I can't do and I really want to kind of get my name out when it at Fort Stewart I want people to know who I am I want them to know like yeah so LT Mills is that person that you can call if you need the help or she's willing to do the extra things that people aren't willing to do because it takes you a long way it really does and yeah so hopefully I, I get the position that I want um as far as being point of contact for that and just really showing people who I am and a lot of that just comes with 
independence because I definitely like am so confident in myself now that it don't matter what position I'm put in I'm I'm gonna do the best that I can and if I don't do the best that I can I'm gonna do way better than I thought I could do before so I definitely um like I said I'm grateful for RTC and how you know they kind of molded me into the person that I am today um I talk so much about the military because it wasn't my plan I don't like the military that much but the person that I'm becoming while being in the military the person that I've like the things that I've encountered the experiences that I've been through the people that I've met I wouldn't have been able to say that I could have done that when like you know not joining ROTC and not being a soldier not commissioning as a second lieutenant so yeah y'all like I I really encourage people to just you know like look look more into the things that you think that don't really matter to you I would say um step out of those old phases that we that you walk in because you may think that it's is where you need to be and you comfortable but I'm telling you you grow from uncomfortable situations so stepping out of your comfort zone doing things that you never thought you'd do I tell y'all all the time to do things that you never thought you would do do something that you just never did before what at least once a week and I'm telling you you're gonna grow so much experience and you're gonna grow so much confidence in yourself because it's like if I did that last week I know damn sure I could do this this week so yeah that's really it though I really hope that y'all enjoyed this story honestly um I don't know why I'm talking so much about the military but yeah that's kind of really how I grew that independence to myself and the confidence that I really have now and that I kind of felt like I needed in order to be the person that I am because the experiences that I've been through y'all I don't think I I don't think I would have been able to been pushed through it without having that experience and knowing what it feels like to be in in the trenches I would say um in trenches I mean like dead in the woods like in a fucking swamp so um I haven't really got my hands too dirty as far as like being in the field, but I have had my fair experiences of like sitting in fucking rain and being hot as hell and stuff like that. So I know if I could overcome sitting outside and nets and bugs and shit, that I could do anything. And I'm, I'm confident and I'm confident myself. So I hope that you guys, you know, you dealing with, you know, lack of confidence, just it'll take time, but I promise you, you'll find it. You just got to step out your comfort zone and do something you never thought you would do period I always try to adventure out and be spontaneous because I think that's where we kind of build ourselves and in those moments where we are spontaneous and we don't really think that you know we can do it so yeah I'm out of here though I'm kind of talking y'all heads off at this point I hope that you all enjoyed this episode honestly um I'm really enjoying these stories I really am I think that I like talking about me (laughs) I like talking about me and I like sharing myself with people because you just really never know what people are going through. And I just really like to share my story and pray that it, I always say this, inspire someone to be better, inspire someone to be open about who they are and experiences that they've been through. So I'm out of here, y'all. I'm tired. I'm about to take me a nice shower, y'all. I ordered me some new skincare products and I'm about to try that. I'm so excited. They were so expensive, though. I bought Paula's Choice. I don't know if anybody's using that right now, but... I was using good molecules I used it for a whole month and I can't say that I hate it I love it I love everything about good molecules it's literally a vegan like um facial brand but it's so worth it and it's so cheap and priced like I bought like three other products and in total I think I spent like $30 because it's pretty cheap 
but I switched to Paula's Choice because I'm really looking for a certain type of improvement in my skin and I feel like Good Molecules is not giving me the improvement that I'm looking for. Like their face wash, I would say, when I start off with the face wash, they the face wash is good and it helps with keeping my face smooth and you know making my skin feel soft but it's not really you know what I don't have anything bad to say about the problem is I had a problem with the the um under eye gel they have like this gel called wake up gel and it's literally doing nothing for my eye bags like they're not as bad as they were before I would say that because I used to just be tired as hell you could see it all over my face but I feel like people have talked about Pop Polish Choice way better than they've talked about um, Good Molecules. But Polish Choice is expensive. It's expensive as fuck. For one ounce bottle, is like 40 to $60, depending on what you're buying. So I kind of sacrificed my pockets, but I'm willing to try it and see if it'll target the areas that I really wanted to target and, you know, like really change what I'm looking for to change. Because I think my skin is being sustained and not really improving. Like, Good Molecules is sustaining what is clear, but it's not improving what is not clear. So, I'm going to switch to Polish Choice, and I'm going to try to use it. Also, I consulted with my friend, and she told me that I wasn't using the products in the way that I should have. So, you know how, like, things have to go in a certain order, or you have to use things at a certain time? I was using their um, discoloration serum in the mornings, but it's kind of best to use it at night because... It has products in it that's just not good for your face in the morning and like going outside I would say I do use sunscreen but I bought a new sunscreen because I don't like the black girl sunscreen I don't know who can relate to that but I personally don't like it it's overhyped I have extremely oily skin and all it does is literally add oil to my face it adds a shine that I already have because I already fucking glisten when I wake up in the morning so I don't want to put on sunscreen if all it's going to do is make me shine. Like, I don't want to shine. I really want my face to be oil-free all day. And, like, when I put it on, it accumulates more oil on the oil it's already, you know. So, it kind of was a try and error type of thing. I, I'm using it. I used it until, you know, I got the Polish Choice one. And I'm going to try that one out and see. But, yeah, I just kind of went on a rate in my skincare. I'm out of here, though. Thank y'all for tuning in. Please be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a review, leave a review, eight, leave a review. Y'all like how I edit that song? Yeah. So leave a review. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is Demi on my podcast. Peace.